Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, sponsored by the Pageant Planet Shop, where you can find everything from like butt glue to rain cosmetics to Candace Pelletier swimwear to Jonathan Kane shoes, literally Everything that you need to buy for your pageant, you can find in the store. And oh yeah, you get free shipping on all the products all the time. So I am super excited about today's call. We have on the phone, rock star interview pageant coach, Deb Sofield, who is an award-winning speaker. She's also the author of the book, Speak Without Fear. And she's a radio talk show host of Encouragement for Your Life. She is an executive speech and corporate presentations coach in the areas of public speaking, presentation skills, and media skills, and a winning pageant interview coach who understands the interview process. She has winners at the local, state, national, and international levels. And I'm personally signed up to her newsletter and it's super encouraging and I actually got one today that I really liked. But Deb, welcome to the call. Hey, Stephen, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate this opportunity. Absolutely. So um, we had people checking this out here on Periscope and they're listening in live and the people here will be listening to it for years to come. But uh, let's kick off with what do you feel like is the biggest mistake that you see pageant girls making in the area of interview? You know what? I got to tell you that this is the one thing that will hurt every girl. And that is when they are so rehearsed. They have lost the art of conversation and the joy that should really flow from them in their lives. Yeah, it's a big deal, but this should be your best, not your coach's best, not your mother's best, your big ideas. And there are so many girls who've been in the pageant either a long time or have coaches who are like, say the word exactly like this. And when you do, you lose your spontaneity. It's almost like I could pull a string on the doll and I get an answer, pull a string, get an answer. As a judge, if I hear that, you are off my list because you cannot interact with the average Joe. And you know that once you win your title, you really have to be the queen for everyone. So let's be our authentic, true self. Do not let a coach change you. Now, how do you pull that out of a girl? Because, I mean, I know with me, even at the age of you know 25, I didn't even know who my authentic self is. And sometimes still today, I'm still finding out who my authentic self is. So with you as a coach, how do you extract those pearls out? You know, when I, when I meet with the girls, I try to figure out what it is about them that perhaps nobody knows. And it's amazing, Stephen, when you say to them, hey, what do you do for fun? And they go, well, actually, my dad and I go ice fishing. Or you come up with a couple things that may not be on your fact sheet that over time really help a judge and a coach and then you as the the client to be able to bubble up within you. You know, we talk about authenticity a lot. It's a tough business. There's a lot of girls who've been in this business for a very long time, but they don't have what you have. And as your coach, I help you polish up your very best. What makes you rock star amazing? Hey, and if you can't tell me, then you've got a problem. I, I shouldn't tell you that as a coach. That should be your job. And not only is that your job, you better say it with enthusiasm because, friend, this is your seven minutes of fame. And you got to be rock star amazing. So how do you find it? You become true to who you are. 
quit following the crowd. Be your own person. And you should really be the leader in your group. You shouldn't be a follower. I got to tell you, if you're in the pageant and you're a follower, you are probably never going to win a crown. Now, I can be tough love, but I'm only here to say this because I want you to win and I want you to beat the other girls who are sloppy in this business. Yeah. I mean, do you suggest certain books for them to read that kind of takes them on that internal journey? You know what? If I do, it's going to be something like Sheryl Sandberg's Lean In. In a sense, find your power. Uh, There's a couple other books. There was an older book when I was a kid called Play Like a Man, Win Like a Woman. Um, You've got a couple by Gail Collins, books that really help girls realize that they not only have a seat at the table, but they should learn to sit there. And if you follow my advice, you'll take up space because powerful people take up physical space. And that's what I teach my girls. And that's why they win. Yeah. And just to even set some context for this before we clicked record on here, you consult for some really powerful people in the political realm. And, you know, even the way you speak, I'm watching you on video and how you carry yourself, the, the tone of your voice is really, I mean, you have presence. So. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's kind of hard to teach it if you don't have it. <laughs> that I would agree completely. Now, what do you feel is the overall best way for girls to prepare for interview? Well, I got to tell you, part of that's my special sauce, so I can't tell you my secrets, but I will tell you this. It is my job as your coach to build your base of knowledge of the things that you should know, starting with your platform. I can't tell you how many girls give me a platform, and I will find something about their platform, and they'll be like, huh, didn't know that. Okay, friend, that's a problem. You're supposed to know your platform. And here's the key. It's not just your platform. You're supposed to know your city, your state, your nation. You know, I ask girls lots of times, who's your governor? And they don't know. Now, if I'm a coach or if I'm, excuse me, if I'm a judge and I ask you, who is your governor of your state where you live and you don't know, I'm going to go to the next girl who did basic homework. So here's the key. What is the best way to prepare? You've got it's pageants are not deep, my friend. They are wide. So you just have to know a little about a lot of things. But these, I had a guy who's no longer coaching, thank goodness he was terrible, because he would be like, oh, you have to know who ISIS is, and you've got to bury down and all this. No, you don't. You just have to know what ISIS is doing and what we should do to stop it. And so never let a coach tell you that you've got to drill down so deep on one subject when the success is go wide and know a little about a lot of things. Yeah, (laughs) love that. Um, Okay, how do you help your clients start to mentally prepare for interview? You you made reference to um, knowing certain fun facts about your state, about your platform. Um, In this mental preparation, also, what online resources do you suggest that they use? Well, actually, I don't really do a whole lot because most of my work is done on Skype or in person here in South Carolina. Hey, here's the key. You want to know how to be mentally prepared for this interview? You should be able to say, without a doubt, good afternoon. I am Deb Sofield, Miss South Carolina. And if you can't say that without laughing, without going, ooh, I don't know about that, then you're not ready. You should look in the mirror every day and say to yourself, good morning, America. I am so-and-so Miss America, Miss USA, Little Miss, Miss Rodeo. And it is shocking to me, the girls who are so uncomfortable giving me their title. Here's the key. This is a business that you have to fill the space. 
There is already somebody there with this title. They've held it one year. It is going to be your job to fill the space for the next year. So think about what would it take? You know, the fact is, if you want to be the mayor of your town, you don't wear jeans and a T-shirt. You start to dress like the mayor. If you want to be Miss America, you need to start acting like Miss America. So quit being little. This is a business about being big and bold and brash with a wonderful sense of humor, a great smile, and a true, authentic kindness. Because, friend, if you don't win the title, you better win Miss Congeniality. I want the other girls to like you. Because as a judge, when I see the other girls don't like you, I'm pretty sure the state won't like you either, and I'm not going to pick you. With When you first start speaking a goal, a lot of times there is some insecurity involved because you start to wonder, gosh, who am I to be whatever? Who am I to be this? So when you meet a girl like that, and maybe she isn't comfortable stating flat out, I am the next Miss America. I am Miss America. I am Miss South Carolina. How do you ramp her up to build up confidence in that area? So what happens is they'll find a few successes early on. So a lot of my kids are really smart studies. I give a couple questions. They're able to answer. Now we're building their bank. My job is to build your bank of knowledge. My job, I describe it like this. If we were to go to the grocery store, I would get a shopping cart and I would go down every aisle with you and I'm going to pull cans from every shelf and I'm going to fill your cart. And by the time you get to interview, you will be rock star amazing. Why? Because we, Deb and you, we've had this conversation. I've explained what's in your cart and now you're at checkout, which is quote interview. You know, and when you've got knowledge, then you naturally begin to settle into the space. See, the problem is some girls are not putting enough time into this. They've got cheerleading. They've got dance. They have um, cute little boyfriends. They've got family vacation. And pageant becomes third, fourth on the list. I have never had a winner who did not make pageant number one. Now, not to the exclusion of friends and family because you have to be normal, but you have got to start putting yourself in a position So uh, where you're speaking. So if at church or temple, they ask for someone to speak, volunteer. The more you do this, the better you'll be. And that's the key in how you mentally prepare and how I get to build your bank so you'll be rock star ready. Okay, so going into interview, there's been a lot of anticipation. They've been working with you for, for months, maybe weeks. And the day has come and they start to get nervous. What do you do to help the girls certain tactics or strategies to say, okay, this is how to find your inner Zen before walking into interview. All right. First of all, the judges are not there to hurt you. You've got to know we're just trying to find the right girl. So don't listen to the other girls. You know that some girls did great in interview. And when they walk out, they act like they're crying. They did it on purpose and they threw you off. Quit watching everyone else. This is about you being ready. A couple things you can do. If you find yourself getting really nervous, go to the restroom and run cool water on your hands. If you run warm water, you'll go to a stall. All right, next thing you can do is what we call pressure points. If you take your fingertips and you press them against your thumb real hard, let go. Press, let go. Press, let go. So, Stephen, here's what happens. The brain says, what's going on with the hands? And the hands are, in a sense, doing a pressure point, which alters the brain. Because now we have broken the circuitry of fear. 
So I teach little things that you can do that can help break that circuitry of fear. So you can just rest assured that it is showtime and you are ready to hit the stage. Wow, I love that. Thumb to index finger. I was doing it while you were saying it. Yeah, yeah. Do, do it to all of them. Now, don't go into your little Zen pose. Okay. This isn't like, mm, don't go into ohm. I'm just trying to get you to, and it, but what it happens because the brain says, what's going on with the hands? Right. Well, nothing's going on with the hands, but I'm breaking the circuitry of fear because now the mind has shifted somewhere else. Okay, so I do thumb to index finger, then thumb to middle finger, then thumb to yep. ring finger. Okay. And then just just keep repeating until I calm the heck down. And listen, even if you get nervous in there, if you need to, you do a quick grip onto the lectern. And that, again, will put you back into that proper mode. Let me tell you, my girls are not nervous walking in because we are prepared. It's when you don't know what's coming is when you start to falter. I mean, you would be the way. I was going to say you would be the scariest judge that they would. Uh, No, listen, listen, (laughs) Stephen, think about this. Judges are on your side. We are not there to hurt you. We're not there to help you. We're there to hear what you have to say. You know why? Because this is a business. And if every girl hates going to this, then no one's going to be in our show. And if no one comes to the pageant, then we're out of business. So I always tell the girls, quit worrying about the onstage question. 10 out of 10 judges are not there to hurt you because there's too many kids in the audience are going to look at mommy and daddy and say, I'm never going to be in this pageant. Or they're going to say, oh, she did really well. I bet I could do that. Let's not forget this is a business, guys. You're old enough, smart enough, and understanding enough to know that you have now entered a cheese ball pageant. So now you've got to really shine. Um, and yes, I said cheese ball pageant. You're all cheese ball pageants. <laughs> Your your um, choice of words is awesome. Um, what are your best tips for making a positive first impression? And if you could do it based on panel style for the newbie girls out there, that's like when the judge are sitting in a row and there's five of them in front of you. Um, and then also like round robin when the girls are one-on-one. <laughs> great. Thanks. That's a great question, by the way. So here's the key. Your personality enters the room with you. All right. Don't leave it at the door. This is your smile. It's your step. It's your I am so glad to be here. I'm going to rock this pageant. It is a mental mindset that you're going to do well. It's your opening words. Now, remember, let's just be honest. I'm a judge and I have wasted a Saturday sitting here and all I get is a half baked goodie bag with a big thank you. I could have been at the lake all day. So thank me for being there. Walk in and say it's good to see you today. It's raining outside, but man, I'm so glad to be with you. Walk in with your big personality and your smile. Never walk in thinking you're afraid. Walk in like I'm going to make five new friends. Now, here's the key. If it's a panel style, you look at the person who's asking you the question and the one on either side. Don't go to one end and then the other. You look like you're in a tennis match. So the key is you kind of keep focused. Now, lots of times when you're a delightful pageant contestant, They'll all want to ask you a question. Well, you find a question you know the answer to, and that's the judge you look at. The key is simply this. When you walk in full of personality, now here's a key. Your hair looks good. Your makeup look good. Your clothes look good. You've been waiting for this day. Why are you walking in like you're shy and a child? No, you walk in big and you let your personality enter with you. Now, I just want to just tell you this, and I'm going to get back to the one-on-one. Always know the judges are watching you throughout the week. 
So you can't just be beautiful in my interview and be a real jerk on the outside, because if you are, I'm not going to pick you. And by the way, it, trust me, judges hear what girls like other girls and what girls we don't like at all. I can't tell you the girls who come back year after year after year and they never win. And they like, they're not my girls, but it's like, why don't I win? And I'm like, well, because nobody likes you. <laughs> That's kind of easy. Now, if you have round robin where it's just you and you've got to go from table to table, friend, when you sit down, you better be leaned over that table and you need to be like, thank you for being here. I'm so excited. I've had such a great time. Let's begin. So remember, this is a conversation. And one thing I find a lot of people do, which is completely wrong in Deb Sofield, Badge Interview, Book of Success, do not repeat the question. If I were to say to you, what's the biggest event in the world today? You don't say, well, the biggest event in the world today. What? I just said that. You're not stupid. Stop. So it really is an interesting thing that I have all these coaches who teach all different ways. Now, listen, I've never even been in a pageant. I played basketball growing up, but I'm a rock star coach for presidents of corporations and sales teams. This is a selling job, and you've got to sell yourself with your personality, your smile, and the good work you've done by being in this pageant. You've done a lot of community service. Be ready to talk about it. One of the things that, I mean, in me getting your your newsletter this morning, I, I, I love this, but you just said everybody's wearing an invisible sign that says, make me feel important. So how can girls do that in a panel style? So and that's a quote by Mary Kay Ash. Uh, she was more than makeup. She actually had a lot of good wisdom. And a panel-style interview, let's turn that around, Stephen. That's not the girl needing to feel important. It's the judge needing to feel important. Right. But when I'm looking at a judge, I'm going to find something about them. I'm going to focus on them. I mentally am going to look at them and say, we are going to be friends when all this is over. So I am going to have a warmth in my voice. I may slow it down for an older judge. I may be a little more energetic if it's maybe a football player kind of a judge. I'm going to use words that would affect that judge. If you have a judge that's a school teacher and they say, oh, what's your favorite book? And you just flip off something instead of saying, I got to tell you, I love reading. Reading takes me around the world. And the book I so enjoyed was. Now, see, the problem is most kids never stop to figure out who the judge is. I think it's fascinating. As soon as the judge list comes out, they all go and they Google the judge. But then they don't learn anything about the judge. Now, sometimes you don't know who the judge is. So that's when you have to learn to pay attention when they do the initial judge's interviews. And friends start thinking about what each judge would like to hear. Now, uh is it good for girls to actually brag on themselves in interview? And Absolutely. so how do you do that class? Yeah. Classily? Yeah, listen, how do you do it classic? You Stephen, you have to brag about yourself. This is not a time to be shy. You, want, you put yourself in this cheese ball pageant. You better step up to the plate. So here's the key. I don't brag about Deb this, Deb that, but I tell you about the great things I have so enjoyed doing as being Miss Minnesota. Or, you know, you just put in what you've enjoyed and what you've loved. And I will be able to tell from that that you are good at what you do. Most girls do not give a deep enough answer. I know I said you don't have to go deep for knowledge. You go wide. But on the answer, 
You should go deep if you can. Now, granted, the more conversations you have with the different judges, the better off you'll be. You truly want the judges to ask you a kabillion questions because the more we talk, the more I'm going to fall in love with you. How important is body language during the interview? It's very important. It's probably the most important thing in my book. I know every coach is different. But to me, if you don't look powerful and in control, how do I know you can handle the stress of the job? It's about the way you stand. Do you stand behind the lectern? Do you come out to the side of it? Do you have um, good eye contact with me? And I teach how to have good eye contact. Um, are your gestures stiff or do they naturally flow? So it is important, as I said, you bring your personality, but you bring this whole powerful body. And so you say, well, how do I tell them I'm amazing? It's the way you carry yourself. Every girl out there knows some woman in business or in the social world that when she walks in a room, people just stop and look. Now, what does she have? We call it aura. She has an aura about her. I'll tell you what she has is a command of the knowledge of her platform. And it's not just her platform. It's what makes her state great. It's what makes America great. It's what makes her platform so needed in today's environment. And once you rest comfortably in that bit of knowledge, you are going to blossom and we're going to fall in love with you. I love that. Is it possible for a contestant to control the interview? And if so, how can she go about to do it? Absolutely. If you're good. Now, here's the key. A lot of people are sloppy. An interview, although you know it's the most important thing, you don't put a lot of time into it. Or worse, you buy some book of questions and you think that's the way to win. All right. If that's happening, good luck. Because if I can, listen, we all have those books. We all know what they are. That's not what the judge is looking for. All right. So how do you control an interview? What you do is that, let's just pick a topic. So my topic would be queen for a day. Listen to, I love that topic. I think it's so valuable, especially for little girls and little boys who are in a cancer ward. So you would tell them about king or queen for the day, but you almost tell them the next part and then you kind of stop. And then what does the judge do? Well, tell me more. Well, now you get to answer. That's why, my friends, your fact sheet is so important. Don't let your mother write it out. Don't let your LED write it out. You write it out with the help of your coach and your mom and your LED, and you figure out what it is you would like for them to say. So you can, I believe, if you are good in this business, the judge will give you the second question. Because you've given me just enough in the first part to make me ask, well, explain that to me. Mm. And if you don't, well, then you're just going to get asked another question. And you've missed this opportunity to, in a sense, grow your answer. And that's your job, to grow your answer. Because you've got a lot of good ideas that the judge would most likely like to hear from you. And you made you made mention of the, the paperwork. So can they begin to control the interview by what they put on their paperwork? And if so, Absolutely. how can they do that? Well, first of all, put stuff on there that you know about. Quit putting things that you did once. And what's interesting is a lot of girls have this false idea that they have to put pageanty things on that paperwork. Not true. You put your full self on that paperwork. How much more interesting is it to a judge for me to know that truly on the weekends, you go hunting and fishing with your father. 
Now, the girl I see before me is wearing a crown, and she is gorgeous. I would never see you in camo. But how fun would that be for you to explain? Listen, we do this as a family. Um, not that you're out killing things, but you enjoy nature. You enjoy being outside. Um, it bonds you and your father, and your father taught you this, or your mother taught you this, or your brothers have been a part of this with you. You have to help me know where to go. And that starts in the paperwork. And what happens is y'all get busy and they get sloppy and they just turn something in. And when I go through paperwork with people, I am always surprised when I say, hey, well, what else did you do on a mission trip? Did you do anything like simple? What do you do? And they're like, oh, I forgot to put that down. Okay, then you didn't think about this. This is a job. And you got to grow up and take control. So I do believe the paperwork is vitally important. I think a lot of people overlook it. And a lot of people just add words in thinking it'll make them sound smart. Remember, good interviews are about big ideas and simple answers. It's the big idea that wins every time. Big ideas and simple answers. I like that a lot. Um, what if they're, they always say that there's one in every crowd. What about the the time where you have that difficult judge that you just, you, you just don't feel like you're getting through. You don't feel like you're making a connection. Uh, what would you recommend that girl do? You know, that, that is always tough. There may be one judge who comes today who, you know, wrecked their car on the way and they're just in a bad mood or that cute little kid sitting in front of them reminds them of the girlfriend that they could get. I mean, there's always a crazy outside region reason. So what you do you do the best you can with that judge, and then you make the other five judges fall in love with you because we can swap them on the scores. If everyone gives you a 10 and that guy gives you a five, it doesn't matter. His five drops, the 10s all win. You try your best. If you find that it's awkward to fit in with one judge, then you make the others love you even more because they can lift your score. Um, but like with, with me, if I'm in a, if I'm in a crowd of people and I know that there's that one person that just has their scowl on the face, it's my mind starts to go to <laughs> what in the world is their problem? Did I offend them? Did I, it was something I said, is there a way that you can somewhat control your thoughts in that scenario so that your mind isn't taking a tangent and you can just be really present with the other five judges? I think you've answered it best. I think what you find, Stephen, is you do what you exactly just did. You realize you control the mind. You have no reason. This person may be scowling just to throw you off. They can be the happiest person in the building today. But they want to see how you're going to do when you deal with the public, and you will deal with the public after you win this title, and you'll be out and about, there'll be some gruff old person who just is nasty about pageants and queens and this, that, and the other. So what you do is you just look at them, as we say in the South, bless your heart, and we move on to the other judges, and we make that, make them fall in love with us. Do not let someone's outward appearance throw you off. What would happen if all five of them were scowling at you? He's going to melt and wither away? How dare you? Step it up. Prove to them that you can do this job. Maybe that's all they're asking to see if you are tough enough. And I see that a lot. And you mentioned something um, a few moments back that I just want to clarify for maybe the new girls. You mentioned that they dropped the lowest score. Can you um, talk about, is that in every system or just Miss America or? Thank you. No, it actually, it just kind of depends. And I honestly think it happens 
individual organizations. Not everybody in your state is going to do that. So imagine you've got five judges and four of the judges think you're amazing. And the fifth judge says, yeah, she's okay. And they give you a 10 and this one judge gives you a five. Well, now you still have 40 points. You just have 45 instead of 50. So do you realize you have outweighed them? The good love you more than the one who doesn't. So stop focusing on the one who doesn't and focus on the four who do. Yeah. You still show respect, but you still need to understand they're going to give you a score. You can't control how, how high that score is. But with the other judges who are engaged, happy to be there and want to see you succeed, you need to be your very best so they can, kind of like in school, you know, you're not really graded on a curve, but yet you are. But these judges are kind of hoping that enough will say, this kid's got it. We're going to send her on. Welcome to American Idol. You get to go on to the next round. <laughs> now, what if you're asked a question in an interview that you just don't know the answer to? Man, that's a tough one. <laughs> then you do something funny like, may I have a lifeline? <laughs> you need to think of a funny line. I get that you don't know everything out there. I mean, I'm an adult and I don't know everything out there. But if you have a really great line, they can't use it more than once. But if you say, oh my goodness, can I have a lifeline? And they'll all laugh. And they're like, no. And then you just need to say, you know what? Judge, I've studied a lot of things. I obviously didn't study that one. Do you have another question for me? See, that's taking ownership. Do not bluff. Man, if you bluff, I will hammer you. And you'll walk out in tears because you lied to me. Don't lie. Don't bluff. Admit that, you know what, I've studied a lot of things. But i got to tell you, I have no idea how much the price of tea in China is today. I'm pretty sure it's expensive. <laughs> well, one of the things, it's not necessarily a pet peeve, but I always just feel as awkward as when the girl's like, I'll study that and I'll get back to you after the pageant. I'm like, eh. Yeah, see, I'm not going to let you do that because that's, first of all, if you say that, you need to realize every girl in America has said that. That's not new. But when you truly say to me, you know what? I just don't know that. What else do you have for me? I, I'm not afraid. I just don't know that one. Give me another chance. Love that. I love that. Um, how do you help clients keep up with major news stories and current events? I mean, sometimes things break. Like, I mean, if you're tucked away in a week for a pageant, it's hard to stay up. But sometimes things break like that day. How do you help them stay up? Um, well, I'd be real surprised if the judges were allowed to ask that current of an event because they realize the girls have been out signing autograph cards at the mall for the last 17 hours. So don't, don't sweat the small stuff. Most of you will know, but there are a few websites that need to be on your iPhone. You just need to follow the skim Yahoo news. I used to put my girls to Huffington post, but I don't anymore because they've gone so liberal. You know, it's my job as your coach to explain the world to you. I know you've got a lot going on in your life, but that's why you need to fall in love with the evening news. That's something you and your parents can do together. But it is incumbent on you to kind of know what's going on in the world. But the reality is that is very tough. 
You're smart. It's just one more thing that you have to do. But the internet, and you know, Stephen, your your pageant planet has so many great questions of the day. You guys do a wonderful job in kind of helping keep everybody on their toes. So check out the pageant planet. Check out the sites that do um, ask you a question of the day. But friends, you you got to know. I am shocked when I ask people who's running for president, and they cannot tell me. It's all I can do not to throw you out the window of my office because that is ridiculous. That just means you're not, just not doing your homework. And if you want to win, you have to do your homework. But don't worry, a good coach helps you with that. Now, what's your thanks for the shout out, by the way? Um, what's the best piece of advice for all those girls out there that are hoping to win the crown? And if you're just like, you know, if they just do this one thing, it's going to position you in a better position, that's redundant. It's going to position you to better win the crown. All right. Thank you for asking. And I want everyone to listen to this one really quickly. Okay. This might be the most important thing I say to you today. And it's this, be your rock star self, be genuine, be nice to the other girls, knock off your stupid all girl pack that keeps other girls out of the circle. They haven't won the last five times. They're not going to win this time. And if you think you're all that in a bag of chips, you're in the wrong pageant because we're going to beat you. I'm going to put my girl in that pageant and we're going to win. And you're going to cry the sixth year in a row that you made first runner up, but you just aren't there yet. You got to look in the mirror. You have to realize that it's about you. It's not your coach. It's not mom and dad. It's not the LED. It's about what you bring to the table and your belief that not only will you win this crown, you will be, you will leave a legacy and you'll be rock star amazing. Because I got to tell you, this is a great ride. The skills you learn in this business, I mean, I'm telling you, it is a lifetime skill. I have parents who really question the fees of coaches and things like that. But what you need to understand is that if you can interview well, there is no job in the world you probably don't have a 50-50 shot at winning. So my best piece of advice is you've got to be yourself and bring your whole self to the pageant. When you're done, win, lose, or draw, honestly be able to say to yourself, I left it all on the stage, and that was the best I can do. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay. It, it may not be the answer you were hoping for, but there will come a right time, and the skills that you learn here and now are so much more valuable than your friends who just look at this and scoff or don't think it matters. But it is up to you to bring your whole self and leave it on stage. Mm. Deb, I, the thing I really appreciate about you is that you genuinely live your message, whether it's in pageantry or out. So, I mean, what you teach girls, um, you, you definitely apply towards your everyday life. And you're, you're not able to say that towards all the different experts out there, but you're, you're certainly one of them. So thanks so well, much. Thank um, that was my pleasure to be with you. Take care, everybody. Well, let me ask you this before, before yeah. I let you go. Um, I, I know that the girls can find you by going to the pageant planet and clicking find a coach. They can find you on there. How else can they connect with you online uh, on social media, et cetera? Sure. So I actually have a Facebook page called To Coach a Queen. To Coach a Queen. That's also my pageant site. Now, please know I have a couple different businesses, so I do keep the pageant separate. But to coachaqueen.com is how you'll find me on my pageant site. And that's how you can get in touch with me. And then follow me on Twitter at Deb Sofield because I do post a lot there. And then on Facebook, 
I post on my website called To Coach a Queen, uh, Pageant Interview Coach, and you can find me there. And, and I try to post the news of the day. I also try to post encouraging thoughts and things that I think the kids should know. And, and I'll pick it up now that we've gotten into pageant season. Sometimes in the winter, even I slow down a bit. But it's, you know, we're gearing back up again. And, uh, yeah, I, I will do my part. You just have to find me. And, and somebody just asked, is that the le- uh, the number two or the, the word two? Thank you. It's the word two. T-O, two, coach, a queen. T-O-C-O-A-C-H-A-Q-U-E-E-N.com. To coachaqueen.com. <laughs> That's awesome. Deb, thanks again so much. Extremely valuable. I learned a lot. I know the girls did too. Just awesome. Rockstar quality interview for sure. Great. Thank you. Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.